Dedicated to the survival of American democracy in an increasingly dangerous world, this is Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney, acted as Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Policy under President Ronald Reagan, founder and president of the Center for Security Policy in Washington, D.C., the go-to man for defense and foreign policy issues, joined by the greatest minds in the security policy business, the special forces in the war of ideas at Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney. Welcome to Secure Freedom Radio. This is Frank Gaffney, your host and guide for what I think of as an intelligence briefing on the war for the free world. I have come to admire greatly the intelligence of a man who, despite his relative youth, has shown a great capacity to think through and articulate, well, the challenges we're facing in this war for the free world against all enemies foreign and domestic. His name is Benjamin Weingarten. He is, among other things, a senior contributor for the Federalist, a senior fellow for the London Center for Policy Research, and the founder and CEO of Change Up Media, LLC. I keep emphasizing senior because he is relatively young. <laughs> so congratulations, Ben Weidgarten, and having achieved those um, uh, estimable positions. We're glad to have you with us as always. I'm so pleased to have a chance to talk with you about some of the things you've been writing about at The Federalist and elsewhere. Welcome back. Well, Frank, uh, thanks so much for that most kind introduction. Well, it's heartfelt and deserved. Let me ask you first and foremost, Ben, I think this is an unfolding story, certainly as we speak the dime has not yet dropped as best I can tell, but it sounds as though as part of the cleaning up that the President Trump has set his mind to at long last uh, in the senior echelons of his government, the departure of H.R. McMaster as the national security advisor to the president seems to be underway. Um, there's back and forth about uh, when and if and so on, not least about who would replace him. But you've studied closely uh, his performance. Uh, you understand intimately the the necessity for the president to have someone who is not just competent and reliable, but loyal to him in that job. Has he had such a man in H.R. McMaster to this point? I think it's very clear based on the reporting that there were certain fundamental issues uh, on a stylistic as well as a substantive basis where it would appear that there were clear clashes between the president and his national security advisor. And, and that's critical because Let's put in context what a national security advisor does. The national security advisor is the president's right-hand man on all matters of national security and policy. And also, if nothing else, the traffic cop when it comes to all the other various bureaucracies that play in the space. So it's a national security advisor's job to synthesize all the information and direct all of the processes of the other agencies and ultimately filter the options that come from them to the president and present them in a cogent intention. It's critical that the national security advisor views the world the same way as the president. And on certain issues, it's been reported that they have conflicting opinions, I think most notably, and probably something that you focused on uh, more closely even than some of the other critical issues, uh, is over Iran deal. And much of the reporting has been that uh, General McMaster has supported kind of strengthening Iran deal at the edges or around it, uh, but not jettisoning, jettisoning it completely. 
Um, and I think that's a major clash uh, that has existed with the president. And it's been reported several times that as we've come closer to these decertification dates and the like, that the president has clashed with staff on this issue. So I think that's one where in particular there's a clash. And McMaster has uh, advocated a much more comprehensive plan to counter Iran. But I have to believe that the Iran deal talks uh, certainly have made the relationship strained over time. And as you said, the president needs to be served by those who see the world the same way. Uh, so I think it, it, it would only make sense that there would be the kind of rumblings that you're hearing right now. Yeah, two other points. One is, of course, as you know very well, Ben Weingarten, the president campaigned on a platform of defeating radical Islamic terrorism. And it's my understanding that on basically day one on the job, McMaster announced to the National Security Council staff that he didn't favor the use of that term. And it's been uh, a sometime thing that it's appeared in presidential remarks and the national security strategy and so on since. The other is, you know, the president relieved Rex Tillerson of his job earlier this week. And as you say, the traffic cop on the beat, uh, or if you wish, uh, the man who is responsible for ensuring discipline in the rest of the uh, national security team uh, is ultimately the national security advisor. And uh, so if the president was dissatisfied with Tillerson's performance, I got to believe that he wants uh, a new hand on deck, not the guy who was enabling some of that bad behavior on Iran and you know jihad and so on. Uh, let me turn to several other things quickly, Ben, that you've written about recently. One is, um, what do we make of this character, Adam Schiff? Uh, he is, of course, the uh, representative from California who is the ranking member, that is to say, the top Democrat on the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. He's been much in evidence in the news media, specifically with respect to this Russian collusion charge uh, involving, allegedly, the Trump administration. Talk about what his, he's about and what we should make of his performance to date. Well, yes, I recently wrote an article at The Federalist about this, essentially saying that Representative Schiff should sort of put up or shut up when it comes to the Russia collusion narrative that's been peddled now for well over a year regarding President Trump and the Trump campaign and administration and its ties to or non-existent ties with uh, the, the Russian regime and Vladimir Putin. And of course, the GOP majority in the House Intelligence Committee, where Adam Schiff, a Democrat from California, serves as the ranking member and, and the opposition, essentially, the resistance, if you will, uh, within that Intelligence Committee, the GOP majority concluded after their months of investigating, among other things, collusion, that there was no evidence of such collusion. And this flies in the face of what Adam Schiff has been asserting for months now, uh, dating back to early 2017, December 2017, uh, into this year, numerous times Adam Schiff has said there is ample evidence and essentially you'd have to be blind not to see it. First, it was circumstantial evidence and then it was beyond circumstantial evidence. He modified himself. And this was last year uh, that there was all of this overwhelming mountain of data points building and when you connect all of them, it, it proves clearly that there's Russia collusion. But Adam Schiff has never presented, in my view, the clear, cogent, compelling case. And for someone who's as politically adept and articulate as he is, an intelligent guy, it's fascinating that he hasn't actually made that case. And in his argument attacking the GOP majority reports, 
he actually dropped the word collusion altogether. So while he harangued the GOP majority for shutting down investigation months ahead of time, and there were all these other people to be subpoenaed and questioned and the like, well, Adam Schiff dropped the word collusion. And I think that's something very telling. And in my article, I go through the best effort he tried to make in the Wall Street Journal last year, where he laid out five different points showing collusion. And I suggest that there's smoke and no fire. And as the Republicans suggested, there might be a lack of judgment or ill-conceived conversations or words, uh, but there's no fire where there's that smoke. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, who is the exclusive arbiter of who serves on the Democratic side of the Intelligence Committee, populated it with people who are partisan political hacks, I think it's fair to say. And Adam Schiff is foremost among them. And um, I, I think what we've seen in their conduct as a block in that committee has been appalling. And uh, I hope you're right that um, we're going to see him uh, shut up if he can't put up um, as well as his colleagues. Yeah. And just just to add to that real quick, Frank, you know, there's been projection on the Democrats in that committee. All the things that they claim of Republicans about politicizing the process, they've done themselves. And let's note that since you mentioned uh, Madam Pelosi, that Schiff is rumored to be one of the potential replacements as Speaker of the House if the Democrats take it back. So you can't separate that behavior from from who Schiff is. Yeah. Well, and we see a similar kind of model in uh, Chuck Schumer in the Senate side, and it will be a very dark day for the Republic, I think, if uh, one or the other of these people, I'm no fan of Nancy Pelosi, needless to say, but Adam Schiff or, or others like him actually wind up controlling the House of Representatives. Um, the Republic is, I'm afraid, really in peril. We have to leave it at that for the moment. Uh, there's so much more to talk with you about. Ben Weingarten, I am really grateful for your time as well as uh, the great work that you do at Change Up Media. And as well, of course, at the London Center for Policy Research and the Federalist. I, I know you'll keep it up, and I hope you will come back to us again very soon on, among other things, China perceiving the United States as a paper tiger, a term we haven't heard in a long time, but I fear you're right. In the meantime, stay well, my friend. Next up, we'll speak with two of the leading experts on the vulnerability of our electric grid, Tom Popic and Michael Mabi. Stay tuned. Visit us at Facebook.com slash Secure Freedom with Frank Gaffney.